because, because I'm a hot I'm girl. A hot, I'm a I do hot shit. Because I'm a hot the hot girl agenda the most uh kennedy cooper super fan podcast on the left <laughs> i <laughs> i am your host rara imler and with me is my co-host yesi padilla welcome to the show it's been Ooh. a week but it feels like way longer of course um, because of how time works um, but before we get into that, before we get into this critical time in hi human history, uh, let's do a Patreon plug. Why not? Let's do it. Um, we like money and paying our bills, so it would be really cool if you joined us on the Patreon at the three or five dollar level and you get immediate access to 10 bonus episodes, some of which feature guests from Street Fight, Trillbillies, and more. I'll just say it, dot, 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 more. You also get a free Hot Girl Agenda sticker when you sign up. So three or $5 free sticker, 10 bonus episodes, and lots of bonus content. Can't go wrong. It's patreon.com slash hot girl agenda. And I love how I wrote copy for this little Patreon plug. And then I just completely, as I'm reading it, was just like throwing it out the window, like, fuck it. We'll um, do it I'm live. Gonna, I'm just going to do I'm going to go on a tangent now, even though I wrote like this really nifty three sentence Patreon plug. So that's the kind of day we're having, isn't it? Very so, Yessie, so. um, what's on the agenda today? Oh, man, we have quite the agenda in, in the spirit of the kind of funky week we've had. We, we brought some uh, power players to join us today. We have uh, Maria Guido, the host of Worst Week Yet, and honorary bad bitch and uh, hot girl. And with us as well, Kennedy Cooper, who's the host of Velvet Butcher Shop, and who has a birthday today. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, I'm the original threat on January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> I'm former co-host of Worst Week Yet. But... Former co-host. Wow. I'm sorry, I didn't For realize sure. that you're... It's still a great podcast, you know what I mean? Um, but oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And yeah. Still a bad bitch. Still, still bad a bad bitch. And one of the most birthday, hilarious Kennedy. people ever. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> also, I'm going to spoil Maria might be working on a music podcast. And I'm just going to say that that's going to be the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> let me oh, get, yeah. I got it. I'm getting my LSW. I got to take my test. So once I get that test done, I'm going to start looking at the music podcast. It's going to be like a, uh, a version of this uh, game show that was on VH1 called The List. Oh, gonna, hell yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about different topics and stuff. And it should um, bring like a, it'll be like a musical roundtable. We got to talk about this music podcast, maybe. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like we have Kennedy and I talked about it. Like I left the worst we get just because like I deal with so much depressing shit. You know what I mean? At work that yeah. I just couldn't. You know, not that I'm like this comedian or whatever, but like it's really difficult to try to like make trauma funny 24 7. You know mm. what I mean? Like I, yeah. I try, but. But so, but the music podcast, because that's like my escape. That's always been my escape since I was mm -hmm. a kid. So I want like just different, you know what I mean? Because like there's been times, like I remember the three of us, Kennedy, you weren't there, but like me, Rory, and Yessie, we had a discussion about Janet Jackson. Yeah. And like, so definitely we're doing a Janet Jackson episode. You know, I want to do yeah. like best boner jams. So like <laughs> jams that you would have sex to. 
you know, so different things like that. So yeah, that's going to be um, down the road. So I just got to handle a few things professionally and then coming back to the podcast. Uh, when you said best boner jams, I wasn't sure if you meant like <laughs> sex jams or just things involving like boner problems. Cause the Kings of Leon have a song about not being able to get hard that I think is really amazing and deserves Wait, which more credit. Really? really? I think it's called soft. No. Or something like that. They also like have that. another, th their most famous song, the one that blew up was like, yeah, your sex is on fire. And I always thought that that was like an allusion to like an STI. Yeah, you should have checked <laughs> out. <laughs> like your sex is on fire, girl. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> right. It's like you, you know, I get what you're saying, but, but yeah, no songs that you would bang to. You could separate it by like decade because like you could do 90s. And... Oh my God. All of the R&B songs of the 90s oh were God. just Amazing total boner jams. No wonder I'm a slut. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> really like, come on. You're fucking having me listen to fucking Jodeci and, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah, I cringe now because I'm like, oh my God, I listened to that shit in front of my parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Knock in the boots. And you're just like, yeah. yeah did I ever eight. tell you? Funny story real quick um did i ever tell y'all that the first like real concert i went to was with my mom and we went to boys to men that's sick oh my you God. did not and this was on guam like where the, no concerts ever happened so anytime somebody famous came through and this was like in you know like 2002 or three so Whoa. they were already kind of past their like ultimate like 90s prime yeah but they were like this concert so many women were throwing their panties on stage and i was like 13 years old like it was yeah no wonder i was a slut exactly yeah my like and they still exactly. do that if you go to like the 90s like me and my sister went to like a best of the 90s concert and it was like 112 and um genuine and i mean and women were still holy shit i mean and they were you know doing their shit like they thought you know they're 20 but you know love that for them like, yeah seriously i want my mom to act like a hot girl forever hell yeah oh my god yeah my mom was such a like concert hoe kind of like she went to like uh she like crowd surfed at a lifehouse concert <laughs> what? <laughs> she's a baddie i swear to yeah. god she like she like walked right up to onto the stage and like sugar ray or something like in the 90s i don't know she was like she, if you ever meet her you'll be like oh 100 percent. i can see how that would happen that's awesome life house though i'm like what did she i'm trying to think of what she would uh <laughs> nobody nobody knew nobody knew what like th that's not a band you can like mosh yeah. to i'm falling or... even more in love no but people were like i wasn't at this concert but several of my friends were and my mom and she was like yeah people were like moshing i got in the mosh pit at one point i'm like how are you moshing to like christian alternative rock is it like listen a... i want to say it tell her to do more that's fucking <laughs> yeah. that's awesome is there some kind of happy middle ground between like head banging and slow dancing i've never heard of before i don't know what, what are you maybe? gonna do at a concert like yeah i feel i feel like christian christian light or christian adjacent alternative music like that they do they do pogging but they also do the side hug thing oh. you know so everybody's side hugging and yeah, bouncing. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> collective pogoing 
I guess if it's a Christian band, you're supposed to like start speaking in tongues, maybe if you get really excited. I don't know. Oh, I don't maybe. know if they're if that's the type of I don't know if I've ever heard that type of Christian rock. I mean, now that's real POD like, speaking in tongues. Do they no, speak that, in tongues? That, POD uh, doesn't speak in tongues, do they? Oh, no, they don't. No, they don't speak no. in tongues. I miss that. Wait, that part. <laughs> <laughs> I just got excited. I got excited because like I was still like a Christian. Like I was starting to be, like become not an not a Christian around like 12, 13, but I was Still listening to like christian music mm-hmm. so i had like two pod cds like i asked for them for christmas and someone from my church got it for me so i was that one <laughs> album was sick their first album that they yeah. put out yeah. like you didn't you know what i mean because it was like new metal like you didn't you know yeah, it was good it was good. yeah god okay yeah. we lost a complete yeah. track yeah. What are we doing? About. What? but yeah. you know what this is fine because you know what the world is like shit and we just gotta like yeah. kind of roll with it which brings me to like our main topic today, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason we're all here to celebrate Insurrection Kennedy's Day. Birthday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy's birthday slash Insurrection yeah, Day. Yeah, so one year ago today, a group of people took my birthday far too seriously <laughs> and I distanced myself from those acts. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, you told people to go ham and they like they went <laughs> they ham. did. I they said for hard. the birthday for my birthday, tear down the government. <laughs> Just do it. And then, you know, some people ran with it. Unfortunately, it was some like people who smell way too much like axe and a muskox <laughs> or something and like are wearing like uh the most appropriative bizarre headdresses you've ever seen but also painted like america Those that old people. lady yeah like gre- grease paint and like buffalo skins or yeah. something like just the yeah. perfect synthesis of just like the colonizer fucking paleo bro i, I it, it sucks man but yeah so the insurrection slash kennedy's birthday um, yeah it's fucked up that the insurrection is overshadowed your birthday just yeah really put it off one day yeah seriously honestly this year it's been fine because i've been cashing in on it but mm. last year it sucked <laughs> ass let me tell you i had all these you had to compete plans. with that yeah well and then first of all that's i was still doing a political podcast at the time because that's before i got burnt out on political podcasting and and so our political podcast is like oh i guess we should live stream this for several hours oh great god you live streamed it i'm i completely forgot about that yeah so we did that for like three hours you forgot about it because it was one of the worst live streams we ever did (laughs) Um, and uh, uh it was just like a disaster of a time and the whole time i'm just like Dang, are my birthday plans canceled? They were definitely canceled. Um, oh, <laughs> brutal. I just so I watched the doc. I keep telling everybody to watch this documentary. It's on HBO. It was like called like Four Hours at the Capitol. Honestly, it's hilarious. Um, I, I'm sorry to say it, but it's funny. Like, I'm not. I feel bad for the people that were traumatized that were down there. Right? That had to be super fucked up. You know, because I've been in like riot situations like that before, and you are on fucking all. You know what I mean? Like you're. Yeah. It's it's scary, but when they get in there and just like them, like there's this one guy that compares it to. Tri- he was like, I felt like I was tripping on acid, and then there was this <laughs> other guy that he had seven. Ma- like he's like, I had seven joints. So I just started passing them out, man. What? And we were just all Where'd smoking it, together. Yeah, there's like a whole, I gotta, I have to find like the exact part. 
but it's hilarious. He talks about passing seven joints out to people, and he's like, and, and I think it kind of calmed things down. Like, and then they I don't show know, like, and then you will get so pissed off too because like they show the cops, and the cops were like, you know, like we didn't want to like shoot at them or anything. Okay, motherfuckers, we wouldn't want to overdo it. it. We didn't want to overdo it, but you'll shoot at fucking fourteen-year-olds fucking mm. riding a goddamn bicycle, like right we we all predicted what was going to happen that they were going to make a fucking mockery out of this like i saw people being like i didn't see lynn man murray whatever the, that fucking <laughs> hamilton dude's name is. he who must not be named yeah yeah like i didn't have that on my bingo card i did dude i knew it was going to be i knew that it was going to be equal or worse than when they did the um Kente cloth. Yeah, like. it's like it's like so last year that was that tweet from Linz DeFranco that was like well insurrection would have looked very different. We would have ex- escorted the original Broadway cast of Hamilton into the galleries. They would softly sing History Has Its Eyes on You as members of the GOP spewed their lies. And it's just like uh, like one like what the fuck world are you living in, you uh, fucking freak too? It's like and then it really happened that way because libs <laughs> are so fucked. Libs are so fucked. Well, I think yeah, the most um, fucked thing about that is that every time they say something like that, you're reminded that this is the idea of greatest victory in the liberal mind is like marching the cast of Hamilton into the castle. Singing Capitol a song building. and getting our point across. Getting That's like the across. extent of their imagination is like the person they're yelling at, like hearing them and being like, I see you, I hear like, you. My That's the end of, of it. A victory at a bare minimum would be the entirety of Congress is socialists. <laughs> Not. <laughs> that's the yeah that's the compromise position right now <laughs> that's the compromise yeah no marching marching a bunch of people in and then what i mean that's the thing that's why liberals aren't trying harder to win because they this is all they want anyway yeah yeah um the pageantry the spectacle for sure mm-hmm. uh, and for those of like not terminally online that are listening to this we're referring to tweets of course <laughs> uh we're referring to like how people are responding um sorry maria what'd you say no i mean it's this you know it's the same thing that they did when uh you know george floyd died they make a mockery out of all of this mm-hmm. shit you know what i mean and at the end of the day one six was not equal to fucking nine eleven. Like not no, I can't shit. believe that came out of our vice president's mouth. Our like, vice Jesus. fucking president's mouth. She is an idiot. Like she oh, is an idiot. So and it's just like you know, because there's people that are like, well, you, you really shouldn't laugh at it. You really, a dude tasered his balls and died. <laughs> a dude fucking tasered his balls, dude, and died. Like yeah, and they yeah. got into the Capitol and did nothing. They shit yeah. on Nancy Pelosi's desk. They shit on Nancy Pelosi's desk. That is equal. And to now she has, and and now she has Lin Manuel Miranda to commemorate the shitting of her desk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a whole song about incredible. it. Incredible. Yeah. So again, for the not terminally online. So what we're referring to is Speaker Nancy Pelosi inviting. Uh, and this is like during, like, I guess they're making remarks on January 6th on the anniversary of the insurrection. Mm-hmm. And I, I was watching, the, it was on C-SPAN, but it was like, where was this happening exactly? Some chamber, some fucking, maybe even the White House. I don't know. Does anyone know what, what I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't know where it happened. I, I did see I was, it, but I don't know. 
all these buildings, it's like there's some marble pillars, there's some draping right. fabric. Greco-Roman-esque, boring. Right, exactly. Um, it looks like a yeah. movie set always to me. Um, but I just yeah, so always it, assume it's on the Senate floor. Like I'm, I'm okay, just yeah, I think just... it might have been on the Senate floor. Uh, but yeah, anyway, like, whatever, as Senate a floor. communist, it's my duty to be the dumbest bitch when it comes to uh, <laughs> artifacts of the American Empire. I don't know, <laughs> and it's part of my praxis. <laughs> it's illegitimate anyway. Why do I need to know this shit? Um, yeah, it's just fucking dumb. <laughs> the Senate isn't real. It can't hurt me, except when it does. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Speaker Pelosi invited, uh, and this is all over Zoom, by the way, because it sounds like not dramatic until you're like, wait, this happened over Zoom. This is somehow even more undignified. Uh, but she invited, <laughs> she invited Lin Manuel Miranda at, to come on, and he introduced the cat, the rest of the cast of Hamilton, to sing "Dear Theodosia," which is a song from Hamilton. I guess <laughs> I refuse to fucking watch it. I'm never watching and that shit. I fuck that. I re- I refuse to like lose brain cells to that whole fucking thing but yeah so then if i ever post that i'm watching hamilton assume that i've been kidnapped yeah yeah or that you're um just like self-flagellating and like punishing yourself for something and you know just to give you your space or something no i'm serious (laughs) this is my code word that i am in danger Oh, I'm watching. I'm watching Hamilton. I'm watching Hamilton. If I post on Twitter, I'm watching Hamilton. You need to call help. Okay, I'm, I'm going to make a note of that. And everyone listening, we're all in charge now. If you see Kennedy posting about Hamilton, um, yeah, if you see me posting about health, Hamilton, yeah. just assume that I'm like being a masochist that day. Just leave me alone. I'll be fine. Um. Do a okay, mental so health anyway. check on me. Yeah. True. Maria, you're great for mental health checks, and I love sending you memes and stuff. Is Hamilton on something you can watch it on? Disney Plus. Woof. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which I refuse to pay for, so yeah, fuck, fuck that. that. It actually yeah, might also be on our Plex server, because we use a Plex server. Hey. Um, yeah, yeah, that's hot girl, real whatever, hot girl shit, honestly. I only have whatever roving set of streaming services I can currently steal from my friends. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, that's how you do it communal yeah that's the horizontal yeah that's the horizontal economy for you you know right so anyway not to derail that too much but uh yeah so lin-manuel miranda introduces the cast of hamilton and they're not even like in costume or anything they're just like wearing their headphones they're sitting in their living room and now they're all over zoom singing dear theodosia and it's like the weirdest shit ever like do you want me to play a clip from it please Okay. The worst part okay. about this moment of waiting is that I'm just waiting to cringe, you know? I know. So. I'm pulling up the bowl. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, so, God. Every time on. I see Nancy Pelosi, I just, like, look at her face and I'm just like, who'd you have to sell your soul to a million years ago to be able to be, like, this ghoulish fucking person? <laughs> Nancy Pelosi always has this smug look like she's scored, like, the best theatrical role of her life. Except right? she's actually making decisions about I things know. that matter to the rest of us. I know. She is a fucking idiot. idiot. Let's, get, let's get into it, shall we? Miranda. May his beautiful words be an inspiration to us. Among the words he said and in the music, we'll make it right for you. If we lay a strong enough foundation, we'll pass it on to you and we'll give the world to you. Oh my God, it's like- father and the the, uh, Hamilton singers whom we'll hear from 
said that they were all very honored to be asked to participate today. I call your attention to... A new year brings hope for the future, new energy to face the tasks ahead of us, and a renewed promise to strengthen the foundations of our democracy. <sighs> we are all stewards of the American experiment, working to pass down to our children and our grandchildren a more perfect union that treats all its citizens with fairness and equity. We should never take our rights and liberties for granted, and we must remain committed to finding a way forward together. That's what I wrote about in the song Dear Theodosia from Hamilton. I believe no challenge is worth abandoning our efforts to unite as Americans. We'll keep working, generation after generation, until we reach that someday. Hey y'all, it's Rara, popping in to say that we were dealing with some audio issues during this portion of the recording, so we had to cut the segment from the podcast. However, the full video of our reaction to the Hamilton cast singing Dear Theodosia will be available to our Patreon subscribers. Sign up at the 3 or $5 level and enjoy all our bonus episodes, bonus clips, and a free limited edition Hot Girl Agenda sticker in the mail. That's patreon.com slash hotgirlagenda. Enjoy the rest of the show. Are the libs okay? No. No. <laughs> Dude, that was one of the uh, super weird, the right? Again, I didn't I've never seen Hamilton because I'm not as much of a masochist as you think I am. I don't so I don't really know what it's about, but I just don't understand why Hamilton keeps getting referenced over and over and over again in political you know what I mean with like politics. Like what the fuck does this have to do with anything well i feel like i feel like hamilton is the new harry potter right like it's it's the new like hyper fixation for libs and uh you know vote blue no matter who fucks right like now that harry potter and jk rowling have like jumped the shark and um all of that i feel like hamilton has taken that place um because these people don't have mature ability to like synthesize the world around them without like attributing it to some piece of content Hamilton's even better than Harry Potter for the liberals in a lot of ways because it's looking back on the past with not even just rose-colored glasses, but like uh, rose-colored glasses and like a whole bottle of absinthe or something. <laughs> like, you're, you're just you're just pretending that the past was far better than it was. And even if you try to remove some of the obvious things like uh, that, you know, there weren't like black people making decisions at that time in American history. Even if you took the the obvious like things like that away, the very narrative of it just doesn't make sense. It's a complete liberalization and falsification mm-hmm. of history. Yeah. And, and th- that's what they do. I mean, this is and you know, they rewrite history constantly. You know what I mean? Like they and they all do. Like, that's the thing is like what pisses me off about liberals is there's such a hyper focus, obviously, on the Republicans, on how crazy they are. They're just as nuts. They are just as. Oh, yeah. Fucking out there as the Republicans, because you are literally we're literally saying like, dude, we're suffering. People are dying. We you know what I mean? You have not done shit for us nothing is fucking changed all they all they care about is russia (laughs) it's like that's it that's it one six havana syndrome these are the priorities china 
Yeah, like China, yeah, the- yeah. They're they're obsessed with China because focusing on China means they don't have to think about how shitty it is to live in this country. But it's like it doesn't work though because China is doing so much better than we are with yeah. the pandemic, and they take care of their people. I mean, they, look at all the propaganda about when China was like delivering gro- is they are delivering groceries to their people who are quarantining and the Western media tried to spin this as like communist China distributes allotment of food, da 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 da. <laughs> and it's like, they couldn't even spin it because the, the comments are just full of people like, wow, I wish my government fed me. Like, right. and gave and a shit about me. Is that China's a whole fucking continent, right? It's the majority well, of the continent. Or Asia's yeah. the fucking continent. Oh my God, yeah. I fucking, it's the I know what you mean. It's mine, it's mine. I mean, it's, agenda. it's a huge country is the point. Yeah, it's a right? huge yeah. fucking yeah. country, right? So yes, of course, fucking like terrible fucking things are gonna happen there. The same shit happens in fucking America. I fucking blabber about it every fucking day about what's going on in the fucking residential treatment facilities and and all that shit like with children in America. Yeah. Like, so, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know, we can't let China catch up to us. China is fucking ahead of us, dude. They're fucking ahead of us. Fucking suck it the fuck up because we did a shitty fucking job when it came to COVID because you would rather, it's the money. It's the fucking money. That's all you give a shit about. Get us back to work. And they've done Mm -hmm. this forever, forever. They do this in the mental health thing, in, in the mental health field. Go to therapy, right? Let's go. Yeah, sure. Go to therapy so we can get you just better enough mm-hmm. to go back into the fucking, you know, economy. We need money. They don't give a so, shit. So I think that's why that's part of the reason why one six is such a like boogeyman in the eyes of libs. Cause like, I'm gonna be real with you. This shit doesn't matter to me. Like, yeah, I don't fucking yeah. care. Straight it up, becomes funnier. The, the more- <laughs> doesn't fucking matter because it doesn't yeah. have a material impact on our on our actual conditions, right? But it's yeah. it's the boogeyman to fucking lips because they're so invested in protecting the the state as it is and protecting their economic interests that like anything that would disrupt that, including their allies, you know, their so called allies, like you know, raising a fucking ruckus, is terrifying to them. Is pearl clutch worthy? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It cuts through the noise of everyday life of like the regular awful shit you can deal with on a daily basis in this country that a lot of liberals have resigned them. They've resigned themselves to a certain amount of shittiness in the world and are like trying their best to just live in it and not and not encourage any rocking of the boat further. But this kind of event like cuts through the noise and shows people the absurdity of the system that we're in and like the absurdity of going along with it and the absurdity of elected officials doing anything to stop this in the future. And it's like a a huge mass delusion that, but at the same time, it's like, I keep hearing people say like, this was my radicalizing moment. Like this was the, like, this was the day I radicalized. And it's like, I'm sorry, but like not to gatekeep anything. Like, I'm glad you're like here with us, but it's like, this is the kind of shit that me and people like me have been warning y'all about for like, decades and decades like i was talking about the fucking the right wing and fascism when i was like fucking 16 you're a fully grown adult and this is the first time you realize oh fascism is really bad actually like well we shouldn't just let white supremacists roam the streets all the time and it's really hard for me to get all like you know to get a boner to get like a fear boner for this uh day because i've been like living in this fucking truth for too long for it to like phase you all right? Rara, we lost you. We lost you. Sorry, y'all. My fucking. Okay. 
thing. No, yeah, I. Uh, it's nothing. Um, to but me. yeah, but but it, it was such a small thing when you come to think of it, and it was just patently ridiculous. Yeah, look, what if this was your radicalizing moment? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I what kind of life have you lived for the past like fucking year? Mm-hmm. We've been in a pandemic, and that is your radicalizing moment. It's not your radicalizing moment that, you know what I mean? We had a sham fucking election in 2016. Like, none of these things are your, you know what I mean? Like, radicalizing moment. But a group of fucking idiots going, being allowed into the fucking Capitol. Allowed, like, let's fucking, let's stop saying storm the Capitol. They were allowed to fuck in. Exactly. Allowed in. Like, you know what I mean? So it's... To me, it's like you guys are fucking idiots. Again, it's this symbolism shit. That's the thing. Like, this is really powerful. Like, it has a really powerful effect on liberals because they don't think that something like this could happen. But if you actually look at what happened, it was completely theatrical. Yeah. You know, I think one of the most frustrating things for me is I'll sometimes see, like, a couple times today, today even, I've seen, like, leftists posting, like, wouldn't it be great if we had like a leftist one six and it's like we'll never have a leftist one six you fucking idiot they would have shot us they would have like shot everyone down. they would have there shot us all a, down like there was a blm protest at the capitol like six months before one six go look at the pictures or go or the, the disability rights uh the disability rights nonviolent protest that happened those folks got like fucking rocked yeah, yeah. You know? 2016 DNC, they put two fucking fences around the fucking convention. You know what I mean? The left, they would have shot us. They would have when, shot and fucking killed a fucking leftist, anyone. Yeah. They would have been done. We would have never fucking even, gotten there. Even when the Juggalos came out. Yeah. They had them yeah. lined up like stormtroopers on the Capitol steps. Go look at yeah. the pictures. I was there. <laughs> I wrote an article that. about it. <laughs> at any of these protests that are more left-leaning the capital steps is literally looks like a like a star wars movie or some shit right just have like row after row of these dudes in like futuristic body armor standing there just like holding guns menacing you somehow on one six it's like two guys with pepper spray who were hired yesterday who have only worked mall security before what is happening? <laughs> Seriously, because the there's the in, in that documentary, there's this one part where the cop is basically telling that QAnon dude, "Hey, can you get away from that podium?" You know, it's guys, it's like really sacred here, motherfucker. Take out your fucking gun and fucking shoot them. You fucking do this shit all the. <laughs> now I'm not saying do it because fuck it, whatever. But right, like, right. you do this shit all the fucking day. You shoot innocent people every fucking day mm. of your life. And you didn't do a goddamn thing. You didn't fucking try to wrestle that. Like, if it's so so sacred, you know what I mean? Also, but also, I mean, like, it was kind of the one time they would have been justified to use, like, crowd shit. control yeah. shit. Exactly. It's because was it was a legitimate time. threat to the state. And it's, like, yes. it's real bad when y'all's, like, personal force, police force, your first line of defense as a politician are supposed to be these fucking mall security guys. Yeah, like, like, that what? is... How is not... Like, how do more of our politicians not get assassinated is my question. Like, it shows that it would be so it would be so easy for another country to just come in here and do it, honestly. Like, obviously, joking parody, uh, whatever you have to say to that. It's a joke joke because it's not real. Again, this was all theatrical. Mm -hmm. They they don't actually have uh, security this poor. And when we're talking about like their ability or like 
right or whatever, quote unquote, to shoot someone. It's crazy that these law enforcement officials who will just like jump through loopholes to shoot you in like random situations were like just letting these people roam around when literally if you trespass in the Capitol, your life is forfeit. That is the law. Right. Right. So the law as written actually is, and that's why that one, you saw that one, if anybody saw that clip, that one uh, Secret Service person just completely just down that person who was like trying to break into like an area that was too secure. Oh, when they like, killed that Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt. Boom. Yeah, they fucking yeah, shot. Yeah. He, he did that because he knew that he was absolutely not going to get in trouble for doing it because the law's on your side if you work that job. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily right, but I right. want to point out the hypocrisy of the fact mm-hmm. that cops will shoot you in the street and then come up with an excuse why it was okay. Exactly. But here, they literally have the right to shoot you for what these people were doing. And they were just like, well, for the most part, this is fine, I guess. Just They don't seem so it, bad. Keep it down a little. Keep it down. And we'll get a tour guide in here. And, you know. It's literally what they did. And that's why, like, how can you... But, you know, and that's the thing is that the Trump focus, the Trump focus, the Trump focus. Mm -hmm. If you didn't think that somebody was going to get in this position at some point with the way that society is going. Right. It could have been anyone. It could have been fucking any type of right wing fucking puppet that they could have put in. You riled up like, yes, did he row up a fucking group of fucking people? Absolutely. Dude. And he should Trump should be held accountable for so many fucking things. Keep his Twitter. Right. I think you should give him his Twitter back, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Let he him should from jail. Right. But Trump should be. Fu- I mean, Trump should be fucking in front of a i mean all of them should right they should all be in fucking some type of fucking but i think you're bringing up a good point maria is the fact that like trump was not the cause he was just a symptom he was just a symptom he was just a symptom like and so like this this focus on and i see it too on the like more um i would say like the more dem centric sides of the left of people talking about trumpism and it was just like no they're like he was maybe the most overt that we've seen recently but like he's literally a symptom of the thing that we've been talking about for Mm. decades for a hundred years for you know capitalism and hegemony like this is what we're talking about i know it's boring i know it's like feels cliche at this point but there's a fucking reason for that it's because it's everywhere yeah right people are what what really blows my mind is people is liberals and like liberal pundits um and analysts thinking that trump is the worst it's gonna get no we have no. like look at eric adams in new york Yo. like this dude is already day one like no we're putting more police on the subway we are gonna criminalize this city exponentially more than my predecessors and this is day one he's saying this he's been saying this be- since before the inauguration like he is like a whole other level that we are not prepared for in the largest like the most dense city in the country it's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be a yeah. fucking like, yeah. it's horrible. The people that I think are being overly precious about like the January 6th are really not mentally prepared for what's happening, like what's going to happen next. That's why I think they're freaking out is because they don't really have a, they don't have like an orientation for what happens next is they've never yeah. had to live through something like this before. But we as leftists, we study history, we study uh, material conditions and we see the writing on the wall and we've seen mm-hmm. it on the wall 
for years now. For years. So I feel like uh, there's a lot, a lot of us are just not as impacted, not because we don't care um, or it wasn't jarring or scary for some of us, but it's like, this is just like one in a line of long, a long line of things we're gonna have to deal with. So it's like getting worked up so much over this one day is not really counterproductive. Like, it's not productive to me. No. Well, people are acting like it came out of nowhere when it just in my lifetime, George Bush in both 2004 and 2008 towards election season hinted, you know, if the war on terror gets too intense, we'll have to postpone the election. Yep. You can go back and find articles about I remember this. Remember that. And and yet, for some reason, it seems like liberals have completely erased that from their memory. Liberals, if you were taking this game of politics seriously, you would have been taking steps to prevent one six since 2004. Yeah, I don't, because... even, I don't even know how you can pretend that this came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's why I think, too, I, you know, I'm 38 years old. So I protested Bush from fucking day one. You know, I was down at the fucking I, I protested his second inauguration. So for them to say to me, Trump is the worst president, da, 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 I'm like, you haven't seen shit. Are you kidding it's me? It's insulting. Like, it's insulting the people yeah. that lived had to live through the Bush years, like all of our Arab brothers and sisters that had to deal with what they dealt with. You know, anyone that was yeah. not white, like, mm -hmm. yeah, the fucked up thing is, is that they're never going to get it. They're never going to get it. And we're going to continue to just be yelled at and we're going to be blamed for you're the one, you're the people that are keeping this system. You know, you're keeping everything down. And you know what I mean? Da, 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 Cause you're not participating in the process. What fucking process? What, what? And that pissed me off today too. I saw Bernie Sanders put some thing out, obviously, you know, about like, Oh, you know, this was the day that democracy was challenged. Motherfucker. The day that democracy was challenged, they fucked you out of two fucking presidential votes. democracy two. was challenged was the day he that Obama got on the phone and destroyed your presidency, homie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a day. About? It's a day like Pete Buttigieg, Elizabeth Warren, and all those motherfuckers dropped out because they all got promised cabinet positions, and it's like so fucking embarrassing to have to argue this shit. This is why I'm like, as much as I'm like, I tend to follow like Buddhist principles of loving kindness, or at least I try to, but like. This is becoming so difficult to not just like blow up at people. I'm yeah. really trying to practice not being an asshole online and like giving people the benefit of the doubt. But people are just like people are worse than ever with like blaming individuals for like what's mm -hmm. happening and blaming the just again the most marginalized defeated people in the entire country and being like you should care more why don't you care more and it's like motherfucker like we're kind of busy surviving like i get why people are so out of it politically like they yeah. are just like it's in some ways it's so much easier to just be like i'm just trying to survive and anything else is irrelevant right and i really like sometimes envy people that Me can be too. that of that mindset because like some of the people i know like that are legitimately happier and it yeah. fucking sucks but it's like once you have this knowledge it's really hard to cram back into your skull and i think that's what we're all dealing with right now is like how do we move forward with this as leftists as organizers how do we like deal with this uh not just the apathy on you know in one segment of the population but the mass delusion in a large portion of conservatives and liberals you know like it, it's it's an interesting time to be in because like there really is a psychic struggle happening at the mm -hmm. moment for like where the mass movement politics is like taking us 
Yeah, I mean, I think that all we can really do is, I mean, at this point, I, I think that honestly, we is like, you know, anybody who's been doing like organizing or, or whatever, we need to st- like stop feeling guilty if we take breaks. I think that that's what I totally. struggle with a lot is like, you know, I felt really bad that like when my friends, my friend was running for judge, like that I didn't canvas, that I didn't call people that I didn't. But here's the thing, like, why am I feel, you know what I mean? I'm fucking tired. I'm exhausted. You know what I mean? Like I did what I I could, but I think we as like people that have, that are on the left, we need to be a little bit more easy on ourselves sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you know, it sucks because we're always going to question. I mean, we wouldn't be on the left if we weren't, if we didn't have like a, a some form of empathy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's um, like it's like something I always say, but like never follow is it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? Like we've been in this game for a long time, and we're going to be here for a long time. We got to pace ourselves. But I, I, you know, Catholic guilt. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm like that. That keeps coming up. Like I'm not Catholic anymore, but like that, that wanting to give yourself the martyrdom. Like you want to just mm-hmm. do it because you're like, if I give this much we get this far but if i just like give my whole self like that should stand to reason that we would get further and it's just like no you actually fuck shit up because like then you can't keep going you know right yeah part of organizing like part of the the biggest struggle for organizing right now is division of labor i think you know it's like it's we've got a lot of people willing to do the work but we need to organize with working class restrictions and limitations in mind because you know what after the end at the end of a long day of talking to people at my job the last thing i want to do is be in a zoom meeting with a bunch of dsa nerds you know like i don't want to fucking deal with that shit like <laughs> it's i, mean, I don't want to be in a commi- i don't want to be in a fucking like committee that i I was forced like that i was bullied into because no one else wanted to do it like we yep. need to like we need to be thinking it more efficiently on the left i love yeah. book clubs and i love polyed and i love you know zoom socials and stuff like that but like how many more years do we need of this like uh, of majority like book clubs and social mm-hmm. hour and until we get to the real work you know why we're all here and it's like i get it it's important to like maintain these like social ties and stuff like that but at the same time it's like let's not forget why what all brought us together you know because i think it's powerful to see you and a group of people get things done i think that is its own fucking i think that it's its own treatment for depression is like actually doing stuff it, it just feels so much better and i'm looking forward to doing more of that in the future uh in this year i want to be helping people out more materially helping my comrades out more materially and really like fucking practicing being a fucking communist in my real life like that's anyway i did not mean to go off on a tangent <laughs> listen why do you think people listen to podcasts yeah true that that's they true lo- that's you know true. Uh, on the subject of taking breaks in life, I know that this show tends to wrap up with talking about hot girl shit. Well, I'm going to uh, fast forward to some hot girl shit right now and leave Do the it. episode early because I'm going to my birthday dinner. Woo, it's time yay. to eat and enjoy Absolutely. those yeah, things yeah, and yeah. enjoy nice people. Uh, not that y'all aren't great, though, because I, I, I legitimately love y'all. And that's why I wanted to do this, hanging out with yay. three people that I enjoy so much on my birthday. I mean, it's hardly even an obligation so thanks y'all we love you happy birthday thank you for hanging with us all right see you kennedy Bye, bye enjoy dinner well this seems like a good place to wrap up our episode so since kennedy already did their hot girl shit uh for their birthday maria what is some hot girl shit that you're either doing this weekend or you did last weekend 
Okay, so I uh, cleaned my whole house last weekend. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, which is hot girl shit. I mm-hmm. bought myself flowers the other day. Hell yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I flowers. like doing that. Like, I'll, you know, because I'll, I'll go to, like, the grocery store, and they'll have them for, like, five bucks or six mm-hmm. bucks. And I'm like, you know what? Fucking grab yourself some Treat flowers. Um, I and- always be buying myself flowers. I love that shit. Hell yeah. Yes. And My boyfriend I- bought me roses yesterday. See, I love yeah. dude, the flowers rock. But I um finally got all of my shit together after seven years of avoiding it. And I'm, I'm gonna wow. I'm taking my licensure, my social work to get my yes! license. Yeah. Yay. So, so I'm gonna I kill just, it. You're gonna kill it. I hope so. I mean, it's like they said it's like an easy test, like, and then I can take like my second because like you can get an LCSW and once yeah. you do that, you could do private practice and all types of shit. Oh shit. Okay. But um I just didn't like I had put it off because I was like doing court stuff. So I was like, I don't need it. And then my mom passed and I was just like, I'm not doing this, da, 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 da. but I finally just got everything together. So I'll be scheduling that soon. So that Hell is some yeah. hot girl shit. What about you? That guys? is. What, what about what have you been doing, hot girl? Uh, Yessie, what have you been up to? Well, I chopped off all my hair. Yes. It looks great. Um, looks yeah, great. I don't. I don't have it done right now, but like, it looks cute. It looks Trust cute. Me. Yeah, I, yeah, I love the bangs on you. Thank yeah. you. I was like, hi. You know, like I had hella long hair, and I was like, okay, like I love it, but also like hair grows fast for me, so I was just like, get rid of it. Like I need a change. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm thinking of doing soon. Yo, like hair always grows back. Like yep, just, it really does. You could just cut it and then just be like, "All right, well, I hate this, so I'll just grow it out for the next six months or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is. Or you could just do what I'm doing: is when you don't want to take the wig glue off your head, you could just wrap a handkerchief around it. I was gonna yes, say, Rara, you look so chic with the like. You do. Scarf. Yeah. 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 I I I'm really into the headscarves lately. I feel like it's I'm just so lazy about my hair. It's at a really awkward length right now. So um, I just throw headscarf and then it looks cute as fuck. And then I don't have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess my hot girl shit. Oh, so yeah. Um, so last month I was like, I'm, I'm trying to do like a career change. And part of uh, mm-hmm. some of the skills I need to develop are learning to draw and like graphic design. Um, so I was like, I'm going to learn to draw. I'm going to like actually teach myself to draw and draw every single day. And I've been drawing like every single day for the probably the past like 14 or 15 days. Oh, wow. Um, and I've been like putting progress vids on TikTok because I have an art TikTok now. So that's my hot girl shit. Yeah, like learning a new skill. I'm very excited. Um, and I'm, I'm following through with it, which is really hard for me because of my fucking ADHD. But I'm like, I'm finally following through on learning something. Yay. Uh, Yay. I enjoy seeing your daily uh, learn to draw things. I, I enjoy it a lot. So yeah if you want to follow me there actually it's uh it's at valley of the dollhouse on tiktok and it's like arts and crafts and miniatures and all that stuff so hell yeah um, that's that's my plug for today but maria where can we find you uh right now i'm just on twitter talking shit at uh sandra nisa fort one too i think i'm gonna change my um like handle i'm gonna keep the sandra nisa but i might throw in my other uh my Instagram, my big buck squeeze, like make it, you know. Yeah. What about Guido I had a big Guido Easter? San- like or Sandra Easton. I don't know, fucking now. Uh, <laughs> I'll figure it out. But yeah, no, I'm just on Twitter. I've been talking a lot of shit, obviously, about um, troubled teen industries and facilities mm, right. and, you know, just like 
starting shit. Uh, so you are a wealth of information about the yes. uh, youth carceral system and also about hip hop. So oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Check out Good. my mixtape coming out too. And fucking hot fire. Hot hot fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could just check me out on Twitter for right now. But um, you know, awesome. And I can't um, wait to hear that uh music podcast that you're. Oh doing yeah, we're soon. gonna. Yeah, you guys are definitely already on the list for the Janet Jackson one. We're gonna do like a bunch because we have to do the Bjork one. We have to do yes! like we have so many to do. Like oh my god, know. the Bjork one is a must. Absolutely, Kate Bush. <laughs> yep. We gotta do Kate, Kate Bush. Bush. Kate Bush. Yes. yes. Love her. Okay. All right, awesome. you guys are already on three okay. episodes already. So I know, I know. <laughs> we can't get enough of each other, right? <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, this has been the Hot Girl Agenda. Remember to sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash hotgirlagenda. And you can see all of us online, unfortunately. (laughs) So thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Hot Girl Agenda. Bye. Bye.